0: That's marketplace.walmart.com slash savings.
1: Welcome to E-Commerce Conversations, a weekly podcast focusing on E-Commerce topics featuring interviews with prominent people in the E-Commerce space. This is Merchant Talk by Practical E-Commerce. I'm Carrie Murdoch. Etsy.com was launched in 2005 as an online marketplace for handmade items and vintage goods. It has since grown to include hundreds of thousands of sellers and many more buyers. It reportedly facilitated over 180 million in annual transactions in 2009. Many of Etsy's sellers are part-time craftspeople And one of those is Arkansas-based Lori Marshall. She's been selling hand-sewn crafts and vintage items on Etsy since 2007. Her two sites there are pumpkinhead.etsy.com and girlchild.etsy.com. She's with us now. Well, Lori, thank you for your time today.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Sure. Lori, describe Etsy to our audience. What is Etsy?
0: Etsy is a marketplace that is intended for um, people who make their own goods. Uh, there is also a market there for vintage items, which they consider to be 20 years or older. Um, but the primary focus of Etsy is for people who are artists, artisans, crafters, who many of whom have... Um, businesses, and have had for quite a while, you know, selling their own goods, but then some, many of them are people who have a hobby, and who wanted a place to sell their their wares, and so they've gathered them all up on Etsy.
1: And those are handmade items?
0: Yes, the people, the people who say they have art, you know, crafts, it all has to be handmade by that person who's selling.
1: Did I notice some vintage, like old records or something on there?
0: Um, yes, I have a shop that is um, that is a vintage shop. I have one that's handmade and one that's vintage items. And I do have some old records and uh, some glassware, and you can also sell supplies. And so I have some vintage supplies and things like that for, for sewing reasons, sewing ephemera, I guess.
1: Yeah. So when did you first start selling on Etsy?
0: I started in January of '07. And that was um, after some somebody that I gave some things to at Christmas that were handmade said, have you ever heard of this place called Etsy? And I'd never heard of it. So I started looking into it and decided I might as well open up a shop. Yeah.
1: Have you tried other marketplaces? Like have you tried eBay, for example?
0: No, I haven't. Um, I had thought about eBay, but it seemed more difficult I don't know that it is it seemed more difficult when I looked into signing up there to sell and um, etsy just was real streamlined you sign up for free and there were no fees there's a 20 cent per item listing fee and so to me that was very simple and I don't know if it was just because the site ebay itself is kind of overwhelming there's so much there maybe that just put me off but I I've never tried ebay so
1: you You mentioned fees there, Uh, it's 20 cents per item to list, and then that I read somewhere, it's a 3% transaction fee that Etsy collects? Yeah. Yeah, okay, Mm -hmm. yeah, all right. Uh, I know you have two separate stores there. It's kind of interesting, if you sell on Etsy, you have your own domain name, a dedicated domain name that's actually a subdomain off Etsy, and you have two stores. Could you tell us what the stores are and what you sell? You alluded to those a minute ago. Yeah.
0: Uh, the first one is Punkinhead, dot P-U-N-K-I-N-head, mm-hmm. punkinhead.etsy.com, and that one is where I started, and that is all my things that I make by hand, um, primarily sewn things. I, I mess around on a sewing machine, and I sew a pretty decent straight line, so anything I can make yeah. by doing that, I, I put it up on there. So I have tote bags and um, some home decor items, and just, it's kind of a place for me to unleash my my habit of picking up vintage materials and making things with them and now i have an excuse (laughs) and the other one is um girl child and that one is where i put vintage items and it's kind of the same thing i love to go thrifting and i love to um hang around at auctions and and tag sales and so i find things that i love but i don't necessarily have for them. and if I find something at a really good price, then I put it up on, it, on
1: Etsy and, and turn it around for somebody else who loves it. <laughs> and that's girlchild.etsy.com was the second one. Yeah, Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So uh, have you ever considered launching your own you know, website, say girlchild.com with a shopping cart and everything, or are you happy with what you're doing there at Etsy?
0: I'm pretty happy at Etsy. I do have a husband who is... Um, savvy with setting up websites so I have talked to him a little bit about coming up with some kind of um, domain for myself that I could use as a place to house my blog and also put my items and um, I haven't looked into it enough to know what it would take to do the shopping cart and all the other stuff So, and I actually, although I have a business and have a tax ID number, it's not something that I've been serious enough about to actually find out what it would take to have a business license here in my city and things like that so it's it's i haven't quite gotten to that level yet of sales and so i, I haven't had to mess with it but it's something I'm considering and looking into for the future on my free time.
1: <laughs> yeah, how much time do you would you say you spend? Would this be a full time job for you? What you do with Etsy? Oh
0: no, no, unfortunately, um, I have a I have a job where I work as a fundraiser, thirty hours a week, and then uh, spend most of my time that's most of my free time in the summer. And fall is spent on sewing, and that's because I do Etsy, and I'm at a farmer's market here locally, and my sister and I, she is also on Etsy, um, we do several craft fairs during the summer and fall. Mm. So that most of my free time during those times are spent trying to keep my inventory up. But um, right now, it's a really nice slow time. I haven't been to the craft (laughs) friends for a few Uh, weeks.
1: uh, Okay. How is the payment handled in Etsy? So if I go to one of your stores and buy one of your vintage items, how would I get the money to you?
0: I think perhaps all of the people who have bought from me so far have paid through PayPal. Mm -hmm. And so there's a fee associated with that, of course, um, but it's not very much. And I price my items so that I have a decent profit margin, so I'm not too... It doesn't bother me that I lose a dollar or something here or there. Um, And there is also, you can choose on Etsy to take personal checks or money orders.
1: Can you take credit cards if you had a merchant account?
0: You know, I'm not, I'm trying to remember if that is on Etsy. I know that you can use them through PayPal. I don't think that you can use, I think it's just PayPal, Mm -hmm. um, personal checks and money orders. And Mm -hmm. then the shop owner can decide which they prefer. And so most people who take checks or money orders, you know, say that I won't ship your item until I receive your payment or your check is cleared or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But primarily, most of the people I think that are shopping on there use PayPal. It's, it's a, I think their, their demographic is skewed pretty young. So most of the folks online have a PayPal account.
1: That makes sense. What about shipping? How do you, how do you ship your products?
0: I use a Postal Service. I know there have been a lot of things in the in the forums on Etsy. I see a lot of people who prefer to use um, something with insurance and I think it really is based on whether or not you are producing items that are fairly higher value. Like my tote bags, I think the highest price thing I have in my shop on Pumpkinhead is $40. and. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were making jewelry and I were selling a ring that was worth two hundred and seventy-five dollars, then I'd probably use FedEx or someplace where I could insure it a little more easily and track it and things. And, and um, I just don't have to mess with that so far.
1: Yeah. Have you sold? Have you ever sold an item to a, a customer who became disgruntled and you had to, and you you had a dispute? <laughs>
0: No, I have not had that happen, so I've been very uh, fortunate. I actually lost a pair of earrings once. It was a pair of vintage earrings, and someone in Belgium bought them, and I could not find them for oh, no. a <laughs> because I put them away in a drawer or something in my crafty room. And so I. she was the only one that I've ever had to say something was wrong, and she was very understanding, and so I've since found them, and I'm going to be putting them in the mail store. <laughs> but we just canceled the sale. But no, I haven't had anybody complain, so oh, well, so far everything's gone well.
1: Oh, that's interesting. How many items would you say you sell on Etsy a month?
0: I don't do a lot of sales. I know a lot of people do a lot more than I do. I think on my vintage side, on Girl Child, I would average one to two a month. Mm-hmm. And on Pumpkinhead, I actually only sell one every six or eight weeks, mm-hmm. which it's, it's interesting to me, I sell a lot more at craft fairs, and I think maybe my items, because of their vintage fabric nature, or I, maybe my photos aren't as good as some, I don't know, but I think a lot of people like to handle them, and once they see them in person and handle them a little, they, they like them more than just seeing them in a picture.
1: You mentioned photos, do you have, can you display more than one photo? Have your products mm-hmm.
0: on Etsy? They have five. You can put five up, and um, it is I think sales and especially listing, getting listed in the gift guides and in the treasuries are extremely visually focused. Um, if you have a good photo, if your item is not anything special, you can probably sell it for more than you might somebody might buy it for at a thrift store or something just because it looks so good. And on the forums, you'll find that everybody says the first thing to do, you know, people will get on the forum and say, what do I need to do? What do I need to focus on? I'm a new seller. And everybody says, get good photos. Mm -hmm. Make sure you're taking good photos because especially since, of course, you're not in person, it's what's selling your item. So you've got to get the details and you've got to make it look nice and the people who have the shops that get the most attention are the ones that have really nice pictures of their items
1: you mentioned forums uh forums on etsy Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
1: right okay
0: yep Uh, they have forums for um sellers and buyers are on there so and they're fairly i would say that they're pretty diverse there's a there are several different sections that etsy puts together like there's shop critiques and there's business topics and there are five or six different topics and then you can post your postings under that and it's it's full of really good information
1: our listeners and our readers are mainly e-commerce merchants as we've mentioned earlier that have their own website some of them have brick and mortar stores and they're you know businesses with employees have you ever seen any of those type of merchants cross sell on etsy use etsy and put up lots of inventory, or is that disallowed?
0: Well, because of the handmade nature, mm-hmm. there are not a lot of people like that. Now, you will see, they have interviews with folks who um, aren't selling on Etsy, okay, like they'll have written interviews in their, in their different areas on Etsy, mm-hmm. and some of them do have, it's their full-time business, and mm-hmm. so they will have either, um, maybe other marketplaces such as their own website where they'll sell, mm-hmm. or they may sell in a shop. Or and, and I know some artists, you know, they may have their items in different brick-and-mortar shops, but not necessarily a shop that they own. Makes sense. But I know that if it's, if it's something that is not handmade by that artist, then it's, that's supposed to be disallowed. You know, you're not supposed to be able to sell that on Etsy. Uh,
1: could you tell our our listeners what do you like and dislike most about Etsy?
0: I think one of my favorite things about Etsy is just the community of it. Um, mm. As in any website that's as large as Etsy is, you're going to come across people who um, maybe don't see things the same way you do. <laughs> so in right. the forums, every now and then there's a thread that you know people get onto just because it's really getting catty. <laughs> so sure. there is that, but for the most part, um, there's an understanding amongst people who are selling, especially the handmade folks, that we are all people who love to make things and we are all people who are visual and who are artistic and there's a sense of community there and I've met people from all over the country because of my Etsy stuff that I, I enjoy following their blogs and I enjoy chatting with them on Twitter and and they're a source of information for me so it, it's always a help to a business if you can you know hang out with people who are doing the same thing you are.
1: Anything about the site that you're not happy with her?
0: I think the only thing that would be probably something that irritates me is the, the attention that is paid to certain sellers and not as much attention paid to other sellers. Um, and I'm talking in terms of putting people in the gift guides and featuring them on the site and stuff. But when I say that, I understand completely that the people who are featured are the ones that are top sellers. They're the ones who have branded themselves very clearly, and, um, you know, they they are a success story, and they manage their business well, and so for them to get featured is understandable, mm-hmm. but when it's the holiday time, and I have a, a holiday item that I'd love to have featured in the gift guides that never gets put up, you know, it's frustrating, and then to see that other shops maybe have several things in the gift guides that... It just seems like, well, you could spread the love a little bit.
1: (laughs) Does an Etsy seller have to pay to be in the gift guides?
0: No, they have um, features that you can buy. They're like little advertisements that you Mm -hmm. can purchase, and Mm -hmm. I think it's $7. Like in the gift guides, you could buy a little advertisement for your item to go in a particular gift guide, Mm -hmm. and it's not part of that guide, but it's on the side. But um, I've seen several forum threads, and actually my sister has purchased a couple, and the resounding... Consensus is that they don't really pay. Hmm. So even seven bucks, if you're going to stick something in there that costs twelve, and then you never get anything out of it, then it's not worth it. up. So, so I haven't done anything like that.
1: Any other thoughts for our listeners, Lori, in our last minute or two?
0: Um, as far as Etsy is concerned, I think that uh, I know it's a growing site. Hmm. I know this year um, at the at the fairs that my sister and I attended, and at the farmers market, we had. More people this year than last year at the same time saying, oh, yeah, I know about Etsy. They'll see our business card and say, oh, you're on Etsy. Mm. Last year, people were like, what is this? Mm. So it's certainly something that's growing, and um, and I think it's easy to use. And I'm looking forward to growing my business enough that I can start branching out and putting stuff in some boutiques, and hopefully this will be a good start.
1: Lori Sites, just to repeat these again, the first is Pumpkinhead. Lori's second site is girlchild.etsy.com. And Lori Marshall, an Etsy seller in the state of Arkansas. We want to thank you for your time today.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: That's all the time we have for this week's e-commerce conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Please tune in next week for another new episode.